Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 13th, 2019. Oh, it still is here on the West Coast in Los Angeles. I'm back in the USA. Strong hand, long-term thinking, offended by selling. Holder of last resort. Unique beast. Be a unique beast. All right. It's unconfiscatable. I uh, wanted to start out by saying, yeah, times are going to be different. But tomorrow, I have a special guest on to talk about the hit BTC situation. And uh, the overall picture of what do exchanges do with crypto dividends? What did HitBTC do with BPrivate? That will be on at 1 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday. I have a special guest coming on to talk about that. And uh, that is 4 p.m. in uh, New York. And then same times on Friday for this week in Bitcoin, uh, Vortex will be on and some other people hopefully I'm working on. So but the next two shows will be at 1 p.m. Los Angeles time, 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, so as you all know, I was in Tel Aviv. Now I'm in Los Angeles. It took a while to get here. Had to stop in Rome and Newark and Phoenix. But I got here and I encountered a moment where it was better to be in blockchain than in Bitcoin. Can you guess what happened? Well, when I was leaving Israel, they always ask you questions at security, many questions. And uh, they said, do you have any friends in Israel? Yeah, I have a lot of friends in Israel. How do you know these friends? I said, well, we have a, we were involved in blockchain technology. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't know what it was. She sounded complex enough. Blockchain technology it was. And hey, it was the truth. Because the other thing, when you're talking to these professional interrogators, they know when you're not telling them the truth. And they don't like when you're not telling them the truth. And so then they begin to ask you more and more questions. But it was the truth. Indeed, I, I know my friends in Israel because of blockchain technology. It's Bitcoin. Of course it's Bitcoin. And so I, I anticipate, you know, if I would have said Bitcoin, she might have started questioning me about other things. She probably has heard of Bitcoin, probably not heard of blockchain. So when you're in situations like that, talking to a border crossing a person, and you got to say what you're involved in, what your hobby is. Well, say so you have a blockchain hobby, the blockchain technology. Saying the Bitcoin word with the uh, border guards, nah, not necessary. You don't have to do it. You can just say blockchain. And that is where blockchain is better than Bitcoin when you're being interrogated by the border crossing or the TSA agent. I forgot if the, no, I didn't bring it up to the American. They didn't ask about this, but if they ever do blockchain, it is pal, Matt life fund. So that's a, but otherwise, yeah, of course, it's Bitcoin, not blockchain. But yeah, if you, you're being interrogated, it's blockchain, not Bitcoin. 
Moving on. Uh, Mizir Mahmudov, who's related to Murad, he has, a, and thanks for welcoming me back uh, in the uh, chat over there, guys. You can do the super chat. I'll answer your questions tonight. I've got some free time. Don't have much to say because I want to go to sleep. I obviously didn't get to sleep that much on those planes. Uh, it was very scattered sleepage, to say the least. Yeah, Mavadumud of the Mazir says the energy that can be felt on Bitcoin Twitter, aka crypto Twitter, is so much stronger than that of startup VC slash tech Twitter. The enthusiasm of our community is exceptional. Exceptional. This is a big sign. We are the innovators and early adopters of a world-changing technology that is Bitcoin. Well, I will tell you, it is unique. <laughs> the vibe on crypto Twitter is definitely different than that of startup Twitter, VC Twitter, and tech Twitter. I mean, it 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 can degenerate very quickly too. It's a it's a hybrid of a lot of positive things, a lot of powder, positive energy, but some wackiness too, <laughs> and some a little bit of negativity also. But there definitely is a there definitely is an energy that survive that um, surrounds crypto Twitter. But I urge people, and you can, and I use that energy to pump you guys up. I will quote some of the more uh, energy filled uh, tweets and. They get people. They get people going. They get people in motion. But again, I must stress: don't get caught. Every every Twitter community's got drama. Don't get caught up in the drama. Use it as a learning experience, and use it to strengthen your hand, and just to gain that positive energy. So, good point there, Mazir. I link to his tweet below. I link to everything below. Um, but yeah, this is, and. You can tell it, it, it's a bunch of early adopters right right now because some of the people are so uh, they're not exactly ready for prime time in their in their presentation. But that's the that's the cool thing about uh, being an early adopter. You get to see the product that Bitcoin is the product when it's not yet ready for prime time. When you know, some of the players around it are, are less than uh, professional to say the least but there's nothing wrong with that and nothing and uh, that's a good thing there are no rules in bitcoin you don't have to be professional you don't have to fix your hair or wear a suit or remember to follow me at techball t-e-c-h-b-a-l-t on twitter moving on what do we have here uh oh this is the lawyer peter van valkenberg says this and then and this is on Twitter also. Don't make, I mean, it's such a diverse Twitter crypto world. You've got lawyers, you've got tech dudes, you've got marketing guys. Um, all right, but he says, don't make securities law more difficult than it already is. Running projects where tokens value comes from the actions of several unaffiliated parties across a public blockchain network not a security. Okay. So he's putting out the premise that um, you're right. If you're running a project where the tokens value comes from the alt 
the actions of several unaffiliated parties across a public blockchain network, and it's not a security. So you, you don't want to be a centralized uh, printer of coins. You want to make it look like um, it's a bunch of unaffiliated parties. And Whale Panda jumps on this and he says, this is the reason why Ripple slash XRP are trying so hard to separate the two names from each other. Also explains why Zcash Company renamed itself Electric Coin Company, all to give the illusion of being unaffiliated parties. Well, um, you know, can you blame them? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't care about securities definitions. What what a security is, but hey, if you can find a way around it, then let them do it. Let them do. I don't because Bitcoin, I know, isn't a security, uh, and that's what I care about. All right. But we can learn from the altcoins and we can learn from this experimentation of the altcoins trying to form a shell corporations or whatever they're doing uh, to make sure that the uh, SEC doesn't uh, smack them down with uh, calling them securities. Oh, you know, why, 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 why? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of governments trying to rain on people's parties. It's personal responsibility is a new counterculture. If people want to buy Bitcoin, if people want to pay Ripple company to buy Ripple, then let them do it. They should know better, but I mean, we've been saying it, but whatever. Here's a tweet from uh, Alistair Milne. He says, how much Bitcoin do you have versus, uh, how much do you have today versus the December 17th, 2017? It was a poll. You can still answer this poll. 49% have more. I'm one of those 49%. 28% have less Bitcoin than they did on December the 17th, 2017. 12% uh, the same, 11% none. Still a lot of no coins. There was 3,003 people replied. Now, 28% of people have less. Now, some of you are saying, well, yeah, I sold all my Bitcoin. So I have cash. Yeah, but so do you value your wealth in Bitcoin? Do you value, are you just going to keep that cash or are you going to buy the Bitcoin back? You haven't bought the Bitcoin back yet. I mean, you you might never buy it back at that at that rate. So interesting poll made you think about what the twenty eight percent are thinking there in that poll. The twenty eight percent that have less Bitcoin, or did some of them just like squander it all by trying to go back and forth between all coins and Bitcoin and just ended up with less Bitcoin? I don't know. I think everyone should, you know, if you value your wealth in Bitcoin, you should have more Bitcoin than you did on December the 17th because you want to, because you want to have more Bitcoin on uh, December 27th, 2021 than you do today. That's the bottom line. Uh, now, back in the day, you know, speaking about the old days, 2017, let's talk about the real old days. This video, and you know, he's asking about December 17th, 2017. When Bitcoin was, in terms of fiat, was close to 20000 that day, I guess. But there was a woman who bordered our space, who was part of our space, I would say. I have mentioned her before. And she was not your ordinary Bitcoin lady. Her name is Valerie Love. And she's like into mystical, magical stuff. But she's also into like getting women and African-American people to empower themselves by making good financial decisions. 
And in the video I linked to below, again, it's not your ordinary Bitcoin pumping video where she's teaching people how to hold Bitcoin, how to buy Bitcoin actually on December 21st, 2015, when Bitcoin was like $400 and she bought Bitcoin. So why am I saying this? Anyone, I'm saying this to remind you, and it's a, you don't have to watch the whole video. You'll get the picture real fast. Anyone can could have gotten into Bitcoin back then. And anyone did get into Bitcoin back then. She was not, you know, someone that you, she was no Winklevi brother. <laughs> she, she, and uh, I give her all the credit and I've mentioned her before. And so, I mean, there are a lot of people like, well, I didn't hear of it back then. Well, you know, there, it was only tech people that heard of it back then. She is no tech person. So anyone could get into it. No one stopped her from getting into it. She got into it. She told a lot of people about it who never would have heard about it. And we need more people like that. We need, I, we need more people like that from other spaces who you would like, you would think, what does this person have to do with Bitcoin? What does this person have to do with Bitcoin? Absolutely nothing. That's the greatness of the space. You don't have any, you don't have to be a tech guru to get into Bitcoin. You can just be someone who wants to improve their, who wants to save money. And that's what she, all she was doing. She gives like financial, just common sense, financial tips. And in this world today, this world of 80 percenters, well, most people have lost complete common sense when in terms, in terms of finance. So it was interesting to stumble upon that video again. I'll tell you that. Uh, someone asked me, I didn't, I wouldn't, I barely heard about this. That Samsung says, and you know, everyone was pumped that Samsung was going to have a a wallet on a phone and you know i'm no fan of phone wallets but i understood that it would increase crypto adoption well now they're saying that it's not going to be bitcoin at least at first it's going to be ethereum and these weird tokens i never heard of and so people are, what do you think about that adam well i i think that eventually they'll put bitcoin on it i mean they clearly have you know made some deals with some of these centralized coins and that's that's the thing. And I've made these predictions before that these some of these centralized coins will jump on some jump into bed with some unique uh, and large companies that are famous, and because they have set, they're centralized and they can make deals. Bitcoin can't make a deal. So some of these tokens, maybe they made a deal. I don't know. I, I I've said in the past, you know, I've said in the past that. Maybe Facebook or Twitter or Bcash will say, use us. I know it probably won't be Twitter now because of Jack Dorsey's great love affair with Bitcoin. But but so yeah, Samsung, let the comp let there be competition. Other phones will have a crypto wallets, and then they'll say, Well, Samsung's doing this Ethereum thing. We should just do Bitcoin. That's what everybody's using. And if Samsung sees that succeeding, then they'll switch to Bitcoin or they'll add Bitcoin, or they're gonna add Bitcoin anyway. They just made a deal where they're going to do ethereum first let there be competitions between the coins i don't care i know bitcoin is the rock let there be competition between the phones they can go it's personal responsibility is a new counterculture they think that's a wise decision let them go let them make that ethereum decision and these wacky token decisions like some of these tokens went up in value by a lot once this who knows maybe they had a whole big plan with them it it Nothing to, nothing to really worry about. Ethereum, in this case, uh, Ethereum is a gateway to Bitcoin. People get this, oh, I could trade this for Bitcoin now. Who knows? Uh, 
What else? Almost done. All right, here's your homework, homework section of the show. Well, first of all, pound that like button, subscribe to the channel. Check me out at Bitcoin uh, at uh, disruptmeister.com and Bitcoin Meister on on Steam it where this is live right now. And, and you can tell I'm falling asleep. Uh, and I'm on po- podcast form now at uh, anchor.fm slash Bitcoin Meister. You guys wanted the podcast. And uh, I think they're going to be at a, 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 there are two other places now too. So your homework, there's a guy named Lucas Newsy who says, I just published Schnorr signatures and the in- inevitability of privacy in Bitcoin. I look at how the activation of Schnorr-based signatures is the first step towards solving two of the biggest challenges faced by Bitcoin. It's homework for me too. I haven't read it, but it sounded interested. I know a lot interesting. I know a lot of you are into short Schnorr signatures. I want to hear more about privacy, obviously. The great Nick Bacha has a new article in his series of Lightning Network articles, the Lightning Network reference rate. Um, to spark continued discussion around the economics of payment routing is why he wrote it. Feedback is greatly appreciated. The Lightning Network reference rate. So check that out. I didn't get to read that on the airplane. I wanted to, but um, there's a lot of turbulence. I was tired. I didn't open the laptop. Although I had it opened, obviously I had the browser open because you can't get the internet on the uh, on the uh, plane. All right. That's it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Uh, subscribe to the channel, pound that like button, bang that bell button. And uh, yeah, just check out all the links. Check out your homework. Tell me what you thought of the articles. And uh, yeah. A new show here every single day, even when I'm, you know, just been traveling for hours upon hours upon hours. Oh, yeah, I'm in the middle of an 80-hour fast, but that's easy. That's not why I'm tired. I'm tired because it's hard to sleep in those. And at the Newark airport, here's your bonus, okay? Here's your bonus. They've got security there, but about 2 in the morning, there's still people hanging out there at 2 in the morning, but some people have to catch 6 in the morning flights or earlier. Out of the blue, like around two in the morning, like people off the street come in there and are begging for money. I mean, there was one dude I saw in the bathroom. He's got like this gash on his face. I don't know where these dudes are coming from. Is 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 the city of Newark a walking distance of the Newark airport? I don't even know. They came on the train and just start hanging out there to beg people. And so the security there's is not throwing them out. I, they know to come. Then I guess they get they get thrown out soon after that. But there was like dudes going through the garbage all just all of a sudden like 2:30 in the morning. All right, good night. See ya. Bye.